Michael Weber, Artistic Director of Chicago's Porchlight Music Theatre, opening at the New Amsterdam Theatre on Broadway, October 21st, 1907, The Merry Widow, with music by Franz Lehar and a book by Victor Leon and Leo Stein, was based on the 1861 comic play The Embassy Attaché by Henry Mielhock. The show has enjoyed extraordinary international success since its 1905 premiere in Vienna and continues to be frequently revived both in music theaters and on the opera stage. In 1861, Henry Mielhock premiered his play The Embassy Attaché in Paris. The story is that of a Parisian ambassador of a poor German grand duchy who schemes to arrange a marriage between his country's richest widow, a French woman, and a count to keep her money at home, thus preventing economic disaster in the duchy. In early 1905, Viennese librettist Leo Stein came across the play in a German translation and thought it would make a good musical production. He suggested this to one of his writing collaborators, Victor Leon, and to the manager of the theater Underwein in Vienna, who was eager to produce the piece. The two adapted the play as a libretto and updated the setting to contemporary Paris, expanding the plot to reference an earlier relationship between the widow and the count, and moving the native land from a dour German province to a colorful little Balkan state. In addition, the widow admits to an affair to protect the baron's wife, and the count's haven is changed to the world-renowned Parisian nightclub Maxime's. Franz Lehar was suggested to compose the music as he had worked with Leon and Stein on Der Gottergott the previous year. The theater engaged Viennese stars Mitzi Gunther and Louis Truman for the leading roles. Both actors were so enthusiastic about the piece that they supplemented the theater's low-budget production by paying for their own lavish costumes. The Merry Widow was first performed at the Theater Underwein in Vienna on December 30, 1905, and it was a major success with numerous productions popping up all around the world thereafter. The Merry Widow was filmed many times. More on that later, but it is the celebrated star of the 1934 movie version that we have for you now. Here on the March 7th, 1949 broadcast of the Railroad Hour is Jeanette McDonald, with Gordon McRae, Alan Reed, Viola Vaughn, and Parley Bear in The Merry Widow. Ladies and gentlemen, the Railroad Hour. And here comes the star-studded show train. Tonight, the Association of American Railroads presents the great Franz Lehar operetta, The Merry Widow, starring Gordon McRae. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is arranged and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight, another great musical success is brought to you by the American Railroads, the same railroads that also bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is Gordon McRae. Thank 
Thank you, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Gordon McRae, ringing up the curtain on the lilting and unforgettable Franz Lehar operetta, The Merry Widow. Tonight, I play Prince Danilo in the story of Paris generations ago, the exciting romantic Paris of wine, women, and song. And nowhere in the city is there a woman more enchanting than the guest of honor at the Marsovian Embassy Ball. Madame Sonia, the merry widow, and the toast of Paris. And here, as the toast of the railroad hour, is the charming, vivacious lady who whirled away with many a heart as the merry widow of the screen. Our beloved guest star, Jeanette MacDonald. Excuse me, I have the next dance, Madame Sonia. <laughs> you certainly may count. I'll dance with any handsome man. Oh, it's my turn. It's all really my right, turn. all right. I'll get to all of you. Just write your names on my dance program. I like to know at least the names of the men I, who propose to me. And I suppose you all want to propose to me. Oh, of <laughs> Then we do have a chance. Of course, you all have a chance. A woman wasn't made to waltz through life alone.
voice, Madame Sonia, a lovely voice. Oh, you're much too kind, Baron Popoff. Not at all, not at all. My wife will tell you the same thing, won't you, Natalie? Oh, oui, 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 Madame Sonia. No wonder every man in Paris is after your hand. Not to mention the rest of her. Oh. <laughs> yes, but it would be a great deal more flattering if every man in Paris weren't aware of the $20 million my husband left me when he left me. You know, Madame Sonia, if you marry one of these Frenchmen, your $20 million leaves our homeland of Marsovia. I realize, as Marsovian ambassador, you'd like to see my money remain in Marsovia, Baron. But when you fall in love, you don't think of nationality. All I ask is that the man I marry be handsome, charming, dashing, strong, virile, intelligent, and a bachelor. Oh, if I were only a bachelor. <laughs> I beg your pardon, Baron Papo. Monsieur de Jalardin, where's Prince Danilo? That's what I wanted to see you about, Baron. I gave him your message two hours ago at Maxim's. Two hours ago? Then he should be here by now. That's right, monsieur. Maybe he's in the ballroom dancing. You know Danilo always has to have something in his arms. Madame Sonia? Will you honor me with the next dance? Oh, but your wife? Oh, I'm sure she won't mind a dance with Monsieur de Jalinor, will you, dear? Oh, not at all. Well, I am honored, madame. Good. And Madame Sonia, we can combine business with pleasure ourselves. You mean dance? Yes. You know what you were singing before? If you're looking for, for romance, then dance. <laughs> I cut quite a figure in the ballroom. You cut quite a figure out here. <laughs> oh, Madame Sonia, I bet you say that to all the barons. <laughs> Natalie. You do not suppose he suspects us. Suspects us? Why, Monsieur de Jolidon, what is there to suspect? Well, you know how I feel about you. Oh, an ambassador's wife must be above suspicion. But, Natalie, I love you. Oh, please, de Jolidon, you must not say that. Then I will write it. Oh, no, 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 not on my fan. It was a gift from my husband. Yes, yes. I, I love you. There. Now you have it in writing. I beg your pardon. Uh, oh, I hope I'm not intruding. Oh, no, 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 not at all. Uh, glad you got here, Danilo. I was uh, uh, just inspecting the Baroness's fan. Hmm, thinking of putting it in your trophy room, de Jaladan? I would expect that from someone who spends his evenings at Maxim's. Maxim's? The notorious nightclub? Oh, that's a fine place for a Marsovian prince. Yes, I've always rather liked it. I understand it's full of pretty girls dancing the can-can. And you waste your time with them. On the contrary, I try to make the most of it. My native land is calling me To come and work from one to three Though as there isn't much to do I only come at half past two Diplomacy exhausts a man And I do all the work I can But never ever get to bed Until I paint this town quite red With all my lovely Maxim girls I give them cash instead of pearls So all my blondes and brunettes say Come out with us tonight and play Dash off to Maxim's, where fun and frolic beams. While all the girls I flatter, they laugh and kiss and chatter. Lo, lo, do, do, ju, ju, clo, clo, ma, go, fru, fru. It really doesn't matter, I kiss the first at hand. And when the clocks go pop, we dance and never stop. 
The ladies smile so sweetly, I catch and kiss them neatly. Lo, lo, do, do, zhu, zhu. Clo, clo, ma, go, flu, flu. Till I forget completely, my dear old name. Very interesting, Prince Danilo, but I think we prefer the music in the ballroom. Natalie? Oui. Au revoir, monsieur. Mm-hmm. I guess I must be slipping. On the contrary, Prince Danilo. I think you sing as well as ever. Sonia. As long as it isn't the wedding march. Sonia, what are you doing in Paris? Enjoying the sights and my freedom. Ah, your freedom. Well, how fortunate. You're free to marry again. Possibly. I suppose you think that would be foolish. I? Why should I? Marriage is against your principles, isn't it? It's your practice to avoid it at the last moment. Now, Sonia, that's not fair. You know it was my old uncle's fault. Oh, yes, yes. Let me see now if I can remember old uncle. Wasn't he the one who wouldn't allow his aristocratic young nephew to bestow his aristocratic affections on a farmer's daughter? So the aristocratic young nephew had to aristocratically break his aristocratic word? Well, it didn't take you long to find consolation. At least you won't have to marry for money next time. My reasons for marrying concern no one but myself. I had many reasons. Yes, 20 million. Oh, oh no, Sonia, I can put two and two together. How very clever you are at arithmetic. I was always good at figures. Yes, especially when they're on your knee. Well, <laughs> oh, that shouldn't worry a rich widow with everything a woman could want. It doesn't. Don't flatter yourself. You're quite right. I do have everything a woman could want. Even love. Luckily, I don't believe in love. I know when a man says, I love you, he means my money. You class me with all other men? Why not? All men are alike. Well, at least there's one difference you can count on. I'll never say I love you. You're very sure of yourself. Well, perhaps we can talk it over later. I'll save a dance for you. Oh, Madam Sonia, did I hear you say you were saving another dance for me? No, thank you, Baron. I'm afraid I haven't quite recovered from the last one. I'll be in the ballroom, Prince. Ah, Danilo, I've been looking all over for you. I've selected you for a very pleasant mission. Oh? I want you to get married. Get married? You call that pleasant? Well, the subject has never been thoroughly thrashed out. (laughs) But uh, you've got to do it for the sake of your country and uh, her 20 millions. Who's 20 million? Madam Sonia. Madam Sonia. So, that's why you sent for me. To save the Marsovian treasury. Precisely why I am here. (laughs) (laughs) Sonia wouldn't marry me. She wouldn't marry me if I asked her. The ladies' choice dance is coming up at the ballroom right now. If Madame Sonia gives that dance to a Frenchman, Marsovia is lost. Oh, I see. Well, don't worry. No Frenchman's going to get that dance. I'll take care of that right now. Oh, oh come, come Sonia, on, Sonia, you've got to make a choice. Yes, no, almost not yet, Madame. No, no, not yet, boys. You see, I've been saving this dance for a very special person. Of course, if he doesn't show up, oh, it's too late. Madame Sonia. I've decided to take advantage of that dance you promised to save for me. Well, you're very fortunate, Prince Danilo. I was just about to give this dance away. Oh, you won't have to give it away now. You mean you're going to dance with me? No, I'm going to auction it off. Auction it off? Well, why not? Charity can always use a little money. Gentlemen, you can have this dance with Madame Sonia for uh, 2,000 francs. 2,000 francs? There are no takers? Just what do you think you're proving? I've already proved it. They don't love you. They only love your money. Now that you've embarrassed me in front of all these people, what have you to say? 
Shall we dance? No, thank you. I'm thanking you. It was your invitation. A woman has a right to change her mind. Then you're afraid. Me? Afraid of you? How ridiculous. <laughs> then dance with me. All right, I will. Oh, come away, away. Music is calling with its magic charms and crawling to its ringing and singing. You lift your feet, follow the chime of the time of the waltz's beat. Oh, come away, away. Music is playing. Linger not vainly delaying. Take your partners while you may. Dance away till break of day. You said men were all alike. Do I dance like other men? No, you dance like an angel. <laughs> Stop. Oh, but I thought you wanted to kiss me. Ah, I do. There. Do I kiss like other men? Or do I kiss like an angel, too? Well, I'd hardly call it an angel. <laughs> too warm for you? Mm-hmm. Throw another log on the fire. Before the curtain rises on the second act of The Merry Widow, listen to this familiar sound. You've heard it before, I'm sure, but do you know its exact meaning? Marvin, that's the signal a locomotive engineer blows when approaching a public grade crossing. Why, Gordon McRae, you're right on the button. All right now, Marvin, let me ask you one. I'll bet you don't know how many railroad companies there are operating in the United States. Oh, but I do. There are 692, large and small, each a separate company handling its own business independently. But all of them work together to provide a nationwide common carrier service for the people of the United States. All right, Marvin. How many miles of railroad do these companies operate? 225,806. How many miles of track? 403,164. What's the difference? Well, miles of track includes not only single main tracks but also side tracks and yard tracks and the trackage in two and three and four track lines. It takes those extra 177,000 miles of track to make up our efficient high-capacity railroads. Hey, Marvin, you really do have this railroad information right at your fingertips, don't you? Well, indeed I have, Gordon. 
But don't be so amazed. I'm getting the answers right out of the same handy book you're using for the questions. <laughs> it's the new seventh edition of Quiz on Railroads and Railroading, published by the Association of American Railroads. This handy quiz book brings you some of the fascination of the railroads themselves. It answers questions, all sorts of questions, about things people want to know about railroads. And if any of you folks who are listening to this program would like to have a copy of this interesting quiz book without charge, all you have to do is to send your name and address to the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. Let me repeat the address. Just write the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. And now, back to The Merry Widow, starring Jeanette MacDonald and your host, Gordon McRae. I'm so glad you could all come to my party tonight. Are you having a good time, Baron Popple? Yes, but to tell the truth, Madam Sonia, I was hoping to hear you sing tonight. Well, Baron, I wouldn't think of disappointing you. There once was a
was beautiful, Madam Sonia. A charming song for a charming party. Oh, thank you, Baron. And are you enjoying yourself, Natalie? Oh, very much. It seems as if everyone from Marsovia must be here. Hmm, everyone except Prince Danilo. Oh, the prince prefers Maxime's to Marsovia? Yes, I'm afraid he can't think of anything else but a pretty face and figure. Is there anything else? <sighs> Baron, and before your wife, too. Oh, don't worry about Natalie. She was born in Paris. She understands men. Don't you, my little Parisian piggy? <laughs> <laughs> I've made a study of them. But Piggy, why do you call her Piggy? The day I asked her to marry me, she said, wee, 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 all the way home. <laughs> right, darling? Wee, wee, wee. See what I mean? Oh, it's a shame everyone can't be as happy as we are together. Just look at Monsieur de Jolendon. Why, he's been staring enviously at us for the last five minutes. Ah, oh, that is because he is in love. How do you know? The Baroness has been studying again. Well, if you'll excuse me, I must get back to my desk. Of course, Madame Zelda. You know, Natalie, I think you're right. Monsieur de Jaladon is in love. Oh? He's in love with the widow. Oh. We've got to keep him away from her. He's a Frenchman. She's got to marry a Marsovian. You've got to wheedle him away from her, my love. Wheedle him away. I? Yes, I don't trust him too far. I don't trust him too near. <laughs> But I'll do the best I can. That's it, dear. Run along now. Well, good evening, Baron. Danilo, you got here just in time. What's up? I just discovered the Jolidor and Sonia are in love. Oh, that's strange. I'm afraid I, I was foolish enough to think the widow was beginning to care for me. Oh, <laughs> when you're as old as I am, Prince, you'll never try to figure out a woman. There's something wrong with all of them. When a man marries, he gets hooked with one that's either fat, homely, selfish, stubborn, cruel, or expensive. Unless he waits. And if he waits... Then he gets hooked with a combination of all of them. <laughs> oh, the women... Oh, the women... How to win them... Jealous prey... That's an art I'm rather dim in, for there is no other way. Winning women... Winning women... For the lovers... That's what nobody discovers, not, not even Edison... You may study her ways as you can, but a woman's too much for a man. It is deeper than diving for pearls, courting girls, 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 girls. With her fair flaxen hair, eyes of blue, she's a long way to knowing for you. She is dark, or she's fair, she may smile or may frown, never mind, you will get done brown. Women, 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 to get a man's viewpoint. When it comes to women, I'm learning all the answers. From what I hear of your efforts with the girls at Maxine's, 
You certainly know all the questions. I think what the prince means, Madame Sonia, is that we know all about this affair that's going on between you and Monsieur de Jolidan. Between me and Monsieur de Jolidan? Oh. Oh. Yes. You have my heartiest congratulations. And now, if you permit me, I'll be leaving. Leaving? You're leaving the dance? I'm not only leaving the dance, I'm leaving Paris. Leaving Paris? Now, 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 let's not be hasty, Prince Delino. Well, Prince Danilo, inasmuch as you won't be able to dance at my wedding, surely you won't object to having this last dance with me now. No, thank you. We used to dance to this waltz together in Marsovia. I made it a point to forget it. I made it a point to remember. You do remember. I remember the melody. And do you recall the way we used to dance to it? Put your arms around me. I dare you. All right. It might be amusing. Aren't you enjoying the waltz? Not particularly. Are you? No. You don't dance as well as you used to. I never have any complaints from the girls at Maxime's. I don't imagine they're quite as particular as I am. What kind of girls are they? Polite ones. Then perhaps you'd better dance with them. Thank you for your trouble. Don't mention it. I'm sorry I did. I accept your apology. Goodbye. 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 What am I saying? There goes Varsovia's bank book. Ah, it is beautiful out here in the garden, isn't it, Danilo? I'm afraid I'm not impressed by moonlight tonight, Baron. You would be if you were with Madame Sonia. I told Madame Sonia half an hour ago that I was through. I haven't changed my mind. Baron Popov! Baron Popov! Yes, yes, yes. I have news for you. Baroness Popov seems to be making quite a bit of headway with Monsieur de Tolodon. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. She's carrying out my wishes and wheedling Monsieur de Jaladon away from Madame Sonia. Oh, yes. Why, there isn't a woman in town can wheedle the way she can. You just go watch my wife. Go, 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 go. Watch her. Somebody should watch her. I, I tried, but it's a little difficult looking through a greenhouse window with all those plants in the way. Greenhouse? She's wheedling in the greenhouse? <laughs> with the lights out. With the lights out? That's wheedling too far. <laughs> Van Popoff, where are you going? I'm going to that greenhouse on my name. <laughs> ah, there they are, Danilo. I can just see them through this pane of glass. The man is Monsieur de Jolidon, all right. I can't quite make out the lady. Her back is turned toward me. Wait a minute. She's turning around. She's turned. Oh, no. No, it can't be. Who is it? My wife, Natalie. Oh, this is terrible. Are you sure, Baron? Look for yourself. I couldn't go through it again. Baron. Burns your eyes out, doesn't it? No, no. That's not Baroness Popoff in there with the Jaladon. It's Sonia. The widow? And that's impossible. I know my own wife when I see her. Then why don't you pay a little attention to her? Because I... Natalie, you're here. You're not, you're not in there. How very clever of you to figure it out all by yourself, darling. Then that is Sonia in there. I'm breaking down this door. Why, Prince 
Danny Lowe. What a delightful surprise. So, it was you, Sonia. You kissed the Jaladan. You kissed the Jaladan. You kissed the Jaladan. All right. You don't have to repeat it so many times. You didn't have to repeat it so many times either. <laughs> and how opportune to have you with us at this moment, Baron. As Marsovian ambassador, I think it only fitting that you should be the first to know. Know what? That Monsieur de Jolodin and I are engaged to be married. Oh, oh no, not it's true. not true. I, I won't allow this marriage to take place, and neither will Prince Danilo. I'm afraid Prince Danilo has no control over Madame Sonia's wishes. Then you have nothing to say? There's an old Marsovian song that says anything I could say. So much better. There once were two royal children who loved when the world was so young but never were happy together. It's just as the poet has sung. The prince never told of his passion for a very good reason, no doubt. And so the princess was unhappy because he would never speak out. And then the princess was so cruel when he would not ask for her hand. She promised to marry another. Was more than the prince could stand. He says, You're faithless and fickle. Go, Mary, I'm finished with you. With that, the prince coolly departed. And so will I. Where are you going? Where I won't see you again. I'll go back to Maxime's I've done with lovers' dreams The girls will laugh and greet me They will not trick and cheat me Lolo, do, do, juju Clo, clo, ma, go, fru, fru I'm going back to Maxime's I've had enough of you he loves me. He loves me. I'm sure of it now. He loves me. Tra la 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 la. We shall see. So tra la 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 la. Wherever he may try to go, he won't escape me. No 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 Hardly a person listening who has not noticed that freight trains are made up of cars from many different railroads all over the country. Maybe you've wondered how it is that the cars of any railroad run in the trains of any other railroad, and how in the world the railroads keep track of all of them. Well, the answers can be found in an illustrated question-and-answer booklet published by the Association of American Railroads. The very cover of the booklet shows the identifying insignia of railroads. And in the 64 pages inside the book, you can learn how the railroads keep track of their cars and what's the difference between a Mogul and a Mikado locomotive or between a mountain and a Mallee and how railroads gave us the standard time by which we live and listen to our radios. Yes, all these and interesting facts regarding 700 other railroad topics which people ask questions about. 
This booklet is called Quiz on Railroads and Railroading. If you want a free copy, just send your name and address to The Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington, 6 D.C. Remember the address, The Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington, 6 D.C. show train will return in just a moment after a brief pause for station identification. Hi, this is Porchlight Marketing Manager Austin Packard. Thank you for listening to WPMT. If you value programming like this, please consider making a donation today at porchlightmusictheater.org. We appreciate your consideration and hope you enjoy the show. And now we return to The Merry Widow, starring Jeanette MacDonald and your host, Gordon McRae. Thank you, Maxine. Oh, I am disappointed. It is not as exciting as you promised me. I can hardly keep my eyes open. You keep your eyes open now. They're starting the cab cab. Nice little troop of girls, isn't it, Natalie? We, a very nice troop. Yes. I'd like to be their scoutmaster. <laughs> Darling, remember, we only came here to look for Prince Danilo. Well, we didn't have to look for him very long. Let's see coming in now. Oh, Prince, Prince Danilo, over here. Well, this is a surprise. What are you two doing here? Well, we came here hoping to find you. The way you rushed out of that greenhouse tonight, we were almost afraid you'd left Paris. I intend to in the morning. But what about the widow's 20 million? I don't expect to see Sonia ever again. Then you'd better not turn around. Sonia, what do you really get around? How did you tired of Dejolodan so soon? Monsieur Dejolodan is a very attractive man. But strangely enough, I find someone else even more attractive. You don't love Dejolodan? If I loved Dejolodan, I wouldn't be here. Just a moment, Madame Sonia. If you don't love Dejolodan, what about that remarkable performance you were giving in the greenhouse? That's exactly what it was. A performance. You see, Baron, I was taking the place of another lady... Her husband was coming. Had you been as clever as I thought you were, you might have noticed that there were two doors to the greenhouse. I was passing by, and she begged me to slip in and take her place. That first. Must have been done with mirrors. Uh, who was the other lady? Uh, uh, darling, why must you worry about such trivial things? Enjoy yourself. Oh, excuse me, Madame Sonia. Oh, yes, Count? Uh, your gardener asked me to give you your fan. He found it in the greenhouse after that charming party you gave this evening, and he thought you might want it. Oh, yes, well, he shouldn't have bothered. I'll take it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me see that fan. Why, this is the fan I gave my wife. Oh, but I... And it's I... I Love You written on it in De Jolidon's handwriting. So it was you in the greenhouse, Natalie. But, Baron, you must understand... I understand everything. Natalie, consider yourself divorced under Section 4 of the Marsovian Married Men's Protective Act. <laughs> Go. Go home. Go home at once. You'll receive a postal order for your alimony every Thursday. Oh, but, but Baron, surely you'll understand There's no it. need for any further discussion. I'm divorced. And uh, now that I'm divorced, I've got just one thing to say. What is that? Madam Sonia, will you marry me? <laughs> marry you? Well, it's better than marrying someone who'd steal your money and give you nothing to show for it. At least I'll give you a receipt. 
Baron, your proposal honors me. But before I accept it, I think it only fair that you should know if I marry again, I lose all my money. What? All your 20 millions? That's right. And second thought, maybe I was a little hasty. You were very hasty, my darling. I love you is written on the front of the fan, but I wrote on the back of it. The back of the fan? Let uh, me see. It says, I'm a dutiful wife. <laughs> a dutiful wife. Can I believe this? Oui, oui, oui. Here we go again. <laughs> Sonia, is what you said true? You lose your money if you marry again? Yes, it's true. Then there's no reason for my holding back any longer. Sonia, I love you. Will you marry me? Of course I'll marry you. I've always loved you. You mean you're going to take her without any money? You see, Sonia, all men aren't alike after all. Now that I'm sure of it, I can tell you that when I said I lose my money when I marry... It wasn't the truth? Oh, it was the truth, all right. I lose it because I'm going to give it all to my husband. To your husband? <laughs> Are you disappointed, darling? Oui, oui, oui. <laughs> At least the money stays in Marsovia, and for that, my chest swells out with pride. And your stomach's even prouder. <laughs> well, what do you say we celebrate? Maxime's is known for wine, women, and song. We've got the wine and the women. And now we've got the song. But you only remember the melody. When you said I love you, it brought back all the words. And did it improve your dancing? Shall we try it again? I say not what I may not let you hear, yet the swaying dance is saying, love me, dear, every touch of fingers tells me what I know, says to Meanwhile, this is your host, Gordon McRae, giving a vote of thanks to our excellent supporting cast, Alan Reed, who played Baron Popov, Viola Vaughn, Tony Barrett, and Polly Bear for their fine performances in The Merry Widow. And now, here she is, lovely Jeanette MacDonald. 
Thank you. Thank everyone. The Merry Widow's always been one of my favorite operettas. It was fun, wasn't it, Jeanette? Mm-hmm. All the railroad operators are fun, Gordon. And I enjoy listening to them almost as much as I enjoy appearing in them. Then you'll be sure to listen next week, Jeanette, in honor of St. Patrick's Day. We've invited as our guest a leprechaun. A leprechaun? Yes, the man who was nominated for an Academy Award for his portrayal of a leprechaun in The Luck of the Irish, Mr. Cecil Kellaway. And with him will be Irene Manning and Clark Dennis to join me in presenting Victor Herbert's romantic Irish operetta, Eileen. Oh, it sounds wonderful, Gordon. I'll be listening. Goodbye, everyone. Good night, everyone. Yeah. All aboard! Well, it looks as though ready to pull out and sold next week. Goodbye. Good night, Bobby. was adapted for radio by Ed Helwig from the operetta by Franz Lehar as presented in its original American production by Henry W. Savage. Jeanette MacDonald is currently starred in the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer Technicolor production The Sun Comes Up. Gordon McRae appeared by arrangement with Warner Brothers. This is Marvin Miller speaking. This program has been brought to you by the Association of American Railroads. That association has just published a new 64-page edition of its interesting and informative booklet, quiz on railroads and railroading. If you'd like a copy sent you without charge, all you have to do is to send your name and address to the Railroad Hour, Transportation Building, Washington 6, D.C. Jeanette Ann McDonald is best remembered for her musical films of the 1930s with Nelson Eddy, such as Naughty Marietta, Rosemarie, and Maytime, as well as Love Me Tonight, One Hour With You, and The Merry Widow, opposite Maurice Chevalier. During the 1930s and 40s, she starred in 29 feature films, four nominated for Best Picture Oscars, and recorded extensively, earning three gold records. She appeared in opera, concerts, Broadway, radio, and television. MacDonald was one of the most influential sopranos of the 20th century, introducing opera to film-going audiences and inspiring a generation of singers. The Merry Widow has enjoyed a long life on the motion picture screen, having been filmed internationally five times. The most famous productions including the 1925 silent version by Eric von Stroheim with John Gilbert and Mae Murray. The first sound musical version in 1934 by Ernst Lubitsch, starring Maurice Chevalier and Jeanette MacDonald, and the 1952 Technicolor adaptation starring Lana Turner and Fernando Lamas. Maxime's, the restaurant in Paris, France, located at number 3 Rue Royale, and the setting for Act 3 of The Merry Widow was, in the mid-20th century, named as the most famous restaurant in the world. Maxime's was founded as a bistro in 1893 by Maxime Gallard, formerly a waiter. It became one of the most popular and fashionable restaurants in Paris under its next owner, Eugene Cornouche, he gave the dining room its Art Nouveau decor, installed a piano, and made sure that it was always filled with beautiful people. Cornouche was accustomed to say, An empty room? Never. I always have a beauty sitting by the window in view from the sidewalk. Theaters across the country need your support now. 
more than ever. We hope you'll consider a donation to Porchlight Music Theater today. Just go to porchlightmusictheater.org. Until next time on Classic Musicals from the Golden Age of Radio, I'm Michael Weber. Michael Weber.